Hey there, if you are ready to build your service-based business from scratch and ditch your nine to five, then I want you to head on over to shedidherwaypodcast.com forward slash leap and download my free ultimate leap checklist and starter kit. Again, you can head to shedidherwaypodcast.com forward slash leap to download my ultimate leap checklist and starter kit to get started on building your service-based business and ditching your nine to five. Welcome to the She Did It Her Way podcast, where it's all about making the ultimate leap from your nine to five and building a business and life you love, all while doing it your way. I'm your host, Amanda Bolin. Let's get started. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic is a natural superfood company that specializes in mushroom-based drinks that benefit our immunity, energy, and longevity and help us live healthier, more enhanced lives. I've tried Four Sigmatic out in the past and really enjoyed the product. So when they reached out to partner with the podcast, I was absolutely excited to bring this to you guys. Two of my absolute favorites are the Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee and the Hot Cacao, which might be cocoa, but I always say cacao, with Rishi. And one of the great things that I love about the Mushroom Coffee, which by the way, does not taste like mushrooms at all, is that if you're sensitive to caffeine, I found that this does not give that intense rush of caffeine throughout my body, but more so a just a steady alertness throughout the day. And the hot cacao with Rishi has been absolutely amazing because when it comes to winding down at night and turning my brain off, I've made it part of my routine, which has allowed me to relax and get ready for a good night's sleep. Four Sigmatic is giving you guys a chance to try any of their products and receive 15% off your first order. All you have to do is head to www4 Sigmatic, that's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash Herway15 and use Herway15 at checkout. Again, it's www.4F-O-U-R-Sigmatic, S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash Herway15 and use code Herway15 at checkout. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of She Did It Her Way. Thank you, as always, so much for tuning into the show. The week that this podcast airs is the week of She Did It Her Way Summit, and I couldn't be more excited to spend two full days or one full day, depending upon which ticket type you purchased if you are attending. And I am just so anxiously and excitedly and humbled to be able to spend that time with you. And trust me when I say I am waiting for you. It is going to be a blast. And okay, now on to today's episode. I'm really, really pumped to talk about this topic because I think it is one of the things that stalls a lot of people, especially if you are just starting out and getting your business going, because building a website can seem very overwhelming, which I can completely, completely relate to that, especially, I mean, anything is overwhelming if you don't have a clear roadmap or you don't know the exact bite-sized steps that you can take to help move you along. And my goal for this episode is to be able to break down into five simple steps to help you build your website. And if you've ever built a website or you're in the process of doing it right now, then you know the type of overwhelm that can actually hit you when you open your laptop and begin to work on it, especially if you've gotten home from a really long day at your full-time job and you're already a little bit tired. 
Who am I kidding? You're probably a lot a bit tired and your brain is fatigued and it just doesn't want to think more than it needs to. So then it it's my one of my favorite phrases is pole vaulting over mouse turds that we tend to build things up in our mind that are much bigger than what they really are in real life. And so today I'm going to help you create simple steps to building your website so you can finally finish it if you've been kind of hanging on to it for a little bit of time. And I'm going to be referencing Squarespace a lot in this episode because that is a platform I use. But I promise you that even if you decide to use Squarespace, there's still such uh, relevant information in this episode. And I'm also going to assume that you've already selected your domain and you've purchased it. If you have not selected your domain or you're going back and forth as to, oh, what, what name do I want to use? What domain? I will tell you that you are probably doing that from a buffering standpoint, and you are stalling yourself because you're wanting it to be a quote unquote perfect domain and you're buffering. And so what I recommend is stick with your gut on this and make the decision on which domain you want to use. Give yourself a deadline that you have to make the decision because by not making that decision, you are putting off so much more that you need to accomplish and move forward. And it can, and if it helps, you can always change it down the road. While I don't recommend, I mean, it is a bit of a process to change websites and do redirects. Just know that it is an option. And so if you are paralyzing yourself because you're afraid of making the wrong decision, just know that you can always go back and change it down the road. And one of the biggest things is that I see people stall themselves out on when building a website is that they want to go straight from nothing to desiring that they're going to build the best website ever. And they think that I'm going to sit down and I'm going to carve out two hours and I'm just going to build my website in two hours. But that's where the the whole overwhelm happens because then you open up your laptop and you're like, oh my gosh, there's crickets. What the heck do I do? And What I want you to do is really put your mindset in the place that your website is your home and you are the tour guide of that website because you want to be able to communicate with people. Hi, welcome to my home. Welcome to my website. What? Here's what you're going to see. When they go to certain pages, are you leading them to another page? Are you leading them to what part of the journey that you want to share with them? Um, and then also everything you're going to do on your website from what you write and your call to action is all about providing that guided tour and positive experience for your visitors. And so before doing any of the actual building on the website, we have to plan. And all of this happens before the building. And now you could build as you go. Yes. But if you find that it overwhelms you, then stick to my recommendation of these five simple steps. And step number one is first, you have to, if you have zero clue as to what you want your website to look like, I encourage you to browse other people's websites in your industry and see which ones you like and that you don't like and understand what it is that you like about them. Is it the color? Is it the placement? Is the call to action visible? Like, what is it that you really enjoy? What do you like about the fonts? Um, What do you not like? Is it a little confusing? Is it hard to follow a flow? Are they asking you to click on a bunch of different pages? Is it a little overwhelming? And so really become this scientist of seeing and looking at what other people are doing to really help you understand what it is that you like and that you don't like. Feel free to look out, look outside of your industry, but also make sure that you have people um, within your industry and websites that you are 
looking at. And so for the first thing, if you, again, if you have zero clues where to start, start by visiting some websites that are within your industry and identify what you like and you don't like about them. That way, when you go to select your template, whether it's in Squarespace or WordPress, you kind of already have an idea of the type of flow that you want with your website versus looking at 200 templates and being like, I don't know which one to choose, where this way you're collecting data in step one to really understand. So you can take that lens and frame of reference. And when you go to pick out your template, you'll be better equipped. And so you're less likely to get overwhelmed by the process. Now, step two, and again, this is before we've done anything jumping onto Squarespace, we haven't touched it yet, is that I want you to focus on writing copy for three main pages of your website. This is another thing. There's so many pages that we can easily bog ourselves down with of wanting to write and wanting to have on our website. I want you, if you're just starting out, to focus on three main pages. And my friend Jacqueline Fish, who was recently on the podcast a few episodes back, episode 320, teaches business owners the importance and how to write these three main pages, which I'm going to share with you in just a moment. And this is super helpful again, because when starting out, we don't want to get overwhelmed because if we overwhelm ourselves, then we stall. And the three main pages you need are your sales page, your about me page, and the landing page. And your landing page technically could also be your sales page. Oftentimes, including myself in the past, we want to get cute and have all these different web pages when in reality, if we add more web pages, we might actually confuse our visitors. So let's stick with the three main web pages. So your sales page, this is where you sell your services. Jack has a great blog post on 15 writing prompts for a sales page that does its job, which I'll link into today's show notes. And so let's say you're not sure about what you're selling it would still be helpful to consider understanding what goes into a sales page. That way you can inspire yourself to take action and understanding what it is that you want to actually offer. Because that is where you are going to direct people when they say they want to work with you. They have to understand how can they work with you. And so that is what your sales page is for. Now the second one, and these are in no particular order, second one is the about me page. This is so important and I think it gets overlooked way too many times. And it is so important because it is one of the most visited pages on your website. You have to assume that most of the traffic coming to your website is new and organic, and therefore people visiting for the first time know no, they know zero about you. And your About Me page should tell a story about your journey, why you're doing what you're doing, and how you help people, just like you as in the visitor. You want to assume that those visiting your website are your ideal customer avatar. So when you talk to people and you share your About Me page and your story within that page, you want to make sure that you're speaking to your ideal customer avatar, that one specific person. And this goes back to being a really, really great tour guide. Instead of trying to talk to everyone try to speak to one person because by that, when people visit your website, you want them to make a decision of a yes or a no. Does this person align with me? Am I attracted to his or her content? And if it's a yes, great, they stay on the page. And if it's a no, they leave. What you don't want to have happen is people just peruse your page and not fully understand exactly who it is that you're talking to. You want them to make that distinction immediately and as soon as possible when they come on your page. So with your about me page, get detailed. 
put in pictures, share your story. People love a good story. I love a good story. It's just human nature. People love hearing stories. And that is how you can infuse into you can infuse stories into your about me page. Have fun with it. And the last one is your landing page. Um, this is it. It is any page where your visitors land when they first reach your site. And like I said, your landing page could be your sales page. And this is where it differs from business to business. So if you take, for example, the Every Girl. The Every Girl is an online magazine. They're constantly updating, providing new blog posts or just new posts in general. And so they've got information coming out that's new almost every single day. And for some other businesses, like a service-based business, you most likely will have what is called a static page. The static page doesn't really change. So every time someone lands on your landing page, it is typically the same. If you go to shedidherwaypodcast.com, you're going to see a static landing page. That typically does not change. If you scroll down, you'll see where I have updated podcast episodes. But for the main part, when you come to the page, it's static when it's above the fold. So again, step number two is writing out your sales page, your about me page, and your landing page. And I want you to write these three main pages out in a Google Doc or Evernote. Do not do this in Squarespace because there is something about taking bite-sized steps and writing your draft in, let's say, Google Docs and then writing your final draft in Google Docs so that when we get to that step, all you have to do is copy and paste. And this is going to help you find and feel wins along the way that will then help motivate you to continue doing it. And so I want you to carve out time to write these pages. Give yourself 30 minutes for each page. Do not judge yourself on whether or not they are perfect. Don't worry if there's mistakes. Don't go back and edit just yet. Once you go through each page, then you can set the timer. You can either give yourself a day break. So you write your first draft on, let's say, a Monday for all three pages, and you go back either Tuesday or Wednesday, and you go through and you edit again. This is also something that you could outsource um, the second piece of getting it proofed just to make sure by someone else that it makes sense, it's coherent, and it is also punctual, and you are good to go from a grammatical standpoint. But make sure you give yourself a timer on this because if you allow yourself so much time to work on all these pages, you're never going to finish. Or you might, it just will take you a bit longer. So I recommend 30 minutes as a good time limit where it's short enough that it provides a sense of urgency for you to stay focused so that you don't get distracted. An easy example of this is for me, I have a plugin on my Google Chrome that allows me to speed up videos so I can watch them at twice the speed. And what I notice is that because it is twice the speed, I actually follow along faster because if it slows down, then I start, my mind starts to wonder. Same thing for this. If you give yourself an hour, it's going to take you an hour, but I encourage you to chunk it down to 30 minutes so that you stay focused and you stay committed to getting the first draft out in 30 minutes and then the second or final draft out in the next 30 minutes. So then the step three is selecting a template. So again, I'm talking about Squarespace. I'm not entirely familiar with WordPress, but I am assuming it's the same sort of process where you need to pick your template for your website. And so Squarespace has a wonderful filter tab when you go to their website to select and to see which templates you want to use for different types of businesses. Now, again, this is going to pull from step one when you went and you took inventory of what websites you liked and why you didn't and what type of websites people in your industry are using. So that way, because most likely if they're using certain types of websites in terms of the flow of it, 
there's a reason behind it. And so when you select the template you want to work in, you'll have the option of using their default fonts or setting the fonts to whatever you'd like and color palette. If you choose not to use their default fonts, there's an easy way to play around with fonts and I'll share that in step four. You can play around with fonts in Squarespace, but I'm going to share with you a different way that I think is much easier and more inviting to really figure out what fonts and palette color you want to use and which ones look nice in terms alongside each other. Now, again, this is all to avoid overwhelm and procrastination. We're breaking this down. A way to do this is by using a software Canva that I'm going to share with you in just a moment in step four. Now, when it comes to selecting a template, I also want you to time yourself on this because it can get really easy to get sucked in into looking at all the pretty templates and playing around and imagining like, oh, what about this one? What about this one? What about this one? And then we've got 10 templates that we're working in and we haven't really chosen one. And then that's where overwhelm kicks in. So set yourself, give yourself a timer, maybe 30, 45 minutes to look at the templates, define, determine what are the three templates you really like. And then by the end of the 45 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever you choose, make your decision about which template you want to use. Same thing again, you can always change the template down the road. It might require a little work on the back end, but if knowing that you can change it is going to allow you to select a template and decide on one, just know that that is always there for you as well. So step number three is selecting the template. Step number four is customize. And this is fonts, colors, color palette, and photos. And a way that you can do this and have fun with it is through a software called Canva. You can open up a document and start playing with fonts and colors that come together. Um, In the paid version of Canva, they actually have a section where you can store your brand kit, which I highly recommend using as you begin to build your business and you start to build opt-ins. Because one of the things with the paid version, and I believe it's $12 a month, is that you can actually store your fonts and your color palette in this brand kit so that every time you go to create a different document, you don't have to select manually select those colors or those fonts. They're automatically inputted there. So it's super, super easy to do. You can play around again, use a timer, give yourself 30, 45 minutes, whatever you want to decide, okay, what are the three main fonts that I want to use? And maybe what are three to four colors that create a color palette that I want to use? And once you decide that, you can always go back and customize in the Squarespace website. Again, that is if you don't want to use the fonts and palette color that it automatically comes with when you select your template. And then the other thing is um, you want to include photos for your website. And the way that you could do this is that you could either have, you definitely want to include a headshot for your portion for your about me, but also photos that you might use in your about me page when you tell your story. Maybe you need photos for other places on your website for your products and services. So for that, I recommend um, a couple different sites. You can go to Stock That Rocks where you can pay, um, you can do a monthly membership program where you can access a certain amount of photos or you can buy them one off. I believe they're um, anywhere from $10 to maybe $15. That's where I get um, a handful of my um, photos for website and when I go to create opt-ins. Canva also has a really great selection. They have free photos that you can use. You can also just pay a dollar for most of their photos. There's also um, Pixababy, which has photos that you can download for free as well. The main thing is you just want to be really careful that they're not copyrighted and that you're not just going off of Google and typing something in and then putting it on your desktop and then uploading it. You could be violating copyright laws and you definitely don't want to do that, especially in 
in a social media digital age. Um, it'd be terrible to be served with papers if you did that. So always stick and make sure that you are taking um, photos from a reputable source and making sure that there's no copyright or that you are, if there is, that you are paying for those photos. And now step number five is build. So at this point, you a lot of your copy is still in your Google Doc. You haven't taken it or transferred it. But in step five, after you know the type of website that you want, you've selected your template, you've written out your three main pages about me, your sales and your landing page, and you have a folder filled with photos that are easily accessible so that when you go to build it, you have them all right there. This is where we are. So you want to install your template. And with Squarespace, typically when you install a template, they have this example website You'll go in and you'll delete some of the pages that you don't need, and it'll either ask you if you're not going to delete it. You might want to create a page like that. You can easily do it. Squarespace makes it so easy to do that. And just remember, focus on the three main pages when starting out. Don't overwhelm yourself. Focus on sales, about me, and landing page. And then what you can do in the settings is update the color palette and fonts. So again, um, you can do this at the beginning or at the end after you've imported your copy. It really is just a personal choice. Um, you can see how the colors interact and how the fonts interact as well and how they look on the page. Don't forget to put your call to action or your opt-in, your freebie on the main page, and then also make sure to connect your social media accounts. There are, beyond the five steps, there's a few key things to have on your website when you go live. You definitely want to make sure that you have a privacy policy. This is extremely important because you're collecting data when a user comes to your site and when they put information and they sign up for your freebie and they're using their email address. So you definitely want to make sure you have a privacy policy. You want to have a terms of service, and this is because you're selling services on your website. You want a cookie policy. This is especially important after the GDPR um, update that happened last year, and then also a disclaimer if you are using affiliate links. Now, you do not want to copy and paste someone else's and makeshift your own. Do not do that. That is violating copyright law, and you can get in some serious trouble. So you can either hire a lawyer, or there are some really, really great, credible websites out there, especially women in the creative sphere who um, have practiced law, and now they have an online business where they provide templates to creatives. And one of them that I've heard a lot of people recommend is Christina, who is the founder of The Contract Shop. You can head to shedidherwaypodcast.com for slash the contract shop to check out all the templates that she has along with agreements. She has a library of resources from a legal standpoint that you can check out and all of the ones that I mentioned previously about privacy policy, terms of service, cookie policy, and disclaimers. To do a quick recap on today's episode, step number one, again, if you have zero clue as to what your website you want your website to look like, visit other people in your industry, identify what it is that you like and that you don't necessarily like, what makes their website work, what doesn't make it work, and start to understand and see some themes and trends about those websites. Step number two is before you write in Squarespace, write in a Google Doc or Evernote your sales page, your about me, and your landing page. Make sure to give yourself um, some 30-minute timers so that you are staying hyper-focused on making sure that you are producing that work and not just doing the work. Step number three is you're going to select your template within Squarespace. Again, step num- by doing step number one, it's going to make it so much easier when you do step number three. And step number four is customized through fonts, color, palettes, and photos. So you can use Canva to easily do that. Otherwise, you can do it right in Squarespace. But again, I think Canva is a much more visual experience to be able to 
to see the colors align next to each other along with the fonts and make sure that you create that folder with um, images that you want to use, whether it's for your About Me page or your service page. And you can find different photos on Stock That Rocks. Canva has a great selection and Pixababy. And step number five is build. This is where you take action. This is where you're going to spend time in Squarespace um, finalizing and tweaking things on your website. And then to recap as well, make sure you have your privacy policy, terms of service, cookie policy, and disclaimer. So I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. If so, let me know. Come hang out on um, Instagram. Say hi. I'm in and out there all the time. That's where I hang out. Also our Her Way community free Facebook group as well. Boris Sigmatic is giving you a chance to try any of their products for 15% off your first order. Head to www.forsigmatic.com forward slash Herway15 and use Herway15 at checkout to get 15% off your first order. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head on over to she did it her way podcast.com where you can access the entire vault of She Did It Her Way podcast episodes and more information all about how to make the ultimate leap from your nine to five. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you headed on over to iTunes and left a review, letting me know what you love about the She Did It Her Way podcast. Until next time, keep doing it your way.